Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly supported by Smithix. Smooth and rich, yet crisp, with a bit of bite. Try a pint of Smithix, indescribably delicious since 1710. Enjoy responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. Hello, my friends. Hello. And Darren's friends. Hey, friends. We're all buddies, aren't we here? We're all one big family. On the Staller podcast. Welcome to episode... 68 of the Staller Podcast. Staller is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by... Who is sponsored by again? Smittix. You know this. How do I forget? Smittix. The lovely folks at Smittix. I had a point of Smittix last night and let me tell you, it was gorgeous. I was next door visiting drinkaware.ie to know all about responsible drink. Well, that's good. That's good that you're there. (laughs) Oh, and here we go for another week. What? Another week. Another week, another podcast. Another day, another dollar. It's good, isn't it? Hang on, let me take this microphone off the stand. Now, I feel like a rock star. You look like The Rock. Do I? Now when he lifts the mic up and goes, it, it, man. Yeah. What do we have coming up on the podcast this week, man? We talked a bit about catfishing, if I catfish someone. Um, we talked about nuclear war. Ooh. Just a little bit of casual, light conversation about yeah. um, the demise of Very humanity. Light. Very light, nothing major. Um, if a government was run by artificial intelligence. Mm. Then like becoming a priest. Becoming a priest, yeah. What priesthood would be like. Yeah. Would you like to Easy become a priest? Life. The benefits, the pros and cons. Yeah. It's all coming up on the Staller. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. On episode 68 of the Staller podcast. 68, man. What a year. <laughs> no, it's probably the best year. Of all time. Yeah. 1968. Do you know what happened in 1968, man? Manchester United won the European Cup. Bobby Charlton and the boys. Bobby Charlton and the boys. Yeah. Is that right? I think it's interesting because the year before Man United won it, Celtic were, Celtic were the defending champions and mm. they got knocked out in the first round this year. But the year before, Celtic won it in 1967. <laughs> the Prague Spring, tell which me, was a big me. revolution in Czechoslovakia. The face on you, you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> It's just a big revolution. I mean, you had me at Man United and then... Yeah, I know, I know. We should have so saved Man United for the end. Uh, Prague Spring, it was just a massive big revolution uh, in Czech... Uh, Czech... Czech... Czech Republic. Republic. <laughs> Czech <laughs> Republic. Czechoslovakia. Republic. At the time, which was just kind of all of the countries over there. Well, anyway, tr- trying to separate themselves from the Soviet Union. There was a big war um, and last for seven months. Martin Luther King Jr. died. How did he die? He was assassinated. What's up with them all getting assassinated? It's just so easy to get away with it back then. Although your man didn't, he got caught, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> just strong beliefs. Again, it's I like think every fucking person that was president just got assassinated back in the day. He wasn't president. <laughs> president or something. He was president or something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> I, I play up to it well. President Martin Luther King Jr. He was a revolutionary man. He was a revolutionary man. Um, the Standard Time Act came into 
the who effect the, the standard tarmac the standard tarmac tarmac yeah just standard tarmac just tarmac exists people stand uh, tarmac in their gardens oh wait in 68 in 68 yeah I, know, I thought that would have been way before that <laughs> tell me more about that the standard time act was uh, <laughs> an act where as like Ireland, Aslan Aslan yeah an act where Aslan <laughs> <laughs> Joe you have completely lost his attention look at <laughs> he's gone he's gone, no, he's on, gone. I'm, I'm only messing I'm only messing <laughs> the standard time act uh, was an act where we decided not to turn the clocks back for winter but well, we do now, it now, so I don't know when it was re- repealed or something. Like, why the fuck? So they decided just... not to turn them back. Yeah, did they turn them forward? No, we just they just left the fucking clocks alone. That's the way a fucking should be. Yeah, tell me about it. Bring it back. Bring back standard time act. Stop changing the fucking clocks. Stop making it dark all early on. Yeah, uh, a couple of people that were born that year. I just kept it to Ireland. Uh, Aidan Gillen was born. Aidan Gillen. Yeah, and uh, Panty Bliss. Was born in 1968. The same year as Aidan Gillen. The same year as Aidan Gillen. Any, so no, that's all. That that's all born. the facts that I have for this year. No, I mean, no, there was like the Google. Do you want to? Who else was born? Fucking. <laughs> 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 that couldn't be the only people. The what a year. That's fucking. What a year. What a year. That's terrible. That's really good shit. That was one of your worst. Last year was pretty bad. Oh, last, yeah, last didn't, year was do, pretty You didn't do 67, did you? Just there. Uh, it was very lax around here while I wasn't here, wasn't it? Well, look, you're back now. Yeah, I am back, yeah. Can we all give on a round of applause? You just had second baby. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Well done. Why did you look at me like you needed confirmation? I just didn't know if you second wanted baby. to say it. Do you think you'd lost track? <laughs> you know exactly how many kids I have. Four. Five. Um, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for your gift. Oh, yeah. Did you he like sent it? me a gift yeah. in the post. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting on yours he n- <laughs> I have never in my whole life since I know him th- th- two years <laughs> he never gave me a gift listen he sent me in the post he te- just texted me one day out of the blue while I was off and said what's your address it made me feel very uneasy for some reason yeah I actually only realised that he sent you the gift and I wrote you a card but I didn't even I didn't sign the card so you were probably like, who sent me this? Yeah, you didn't. I Some, just, I don't know if that you, no, you put yeah. your return address on the back of the envelope, which is a very old-fashioned thing. What? Did I? Can yeah. I ask you? Yeah. Uh, when you give me the information, I like to give it back so we're all <coughs> on a level playing field. It was, I presume, <coughs> a handcrafted... Oh, no, we got it off Etsy or something like that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, didn't I thought Laura had made it. <laughs> she doesn't have time to be knitting hats. <laughs> it was yeah, a knitted hat, yeah. Just a hat, yeah. And a sympathy card. Yeah. Because See, he's listen, done that because he knows about fatherhood. I wouldn't know what to be getting. You. Having I'd a child, send you a fucking wrestler. Mm. Anyway, thanks, Joe. That's awful. Fair play. Yeah. It's a very, it's the greatest moment of a man's life is having a child, but also the worst. It's the loneliest. <laughs> it's the loneliest. Like you just, oof. sometimes I mean, even even if you go out for a walk with the baby, you're just kind of like. You're still just in your own world, you're in your own bubble for that time. And you're only back out of it now, this week, now that you're back to work. Mm-hmm. It's good to be back to work, it's good to be back to normality and yeah, it's great routine. to be back out doing a bit. Isn't it? Yeah. It's great <laughs> to be back. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I think I'm just sure there's right many people listening to this now clapping. Clapping. Saying and sending you knitted hats. Yeah. The hat's probably too small now, is it? Yeah, he's a big lad. Is he? Oh, he's a drunk. He is, is he? tall, is he? Remember people used to stop you in the village with Jamar? He's had to get the That's a very specific <laughs> memory. Like, no, I'd never got stopped in the village. Did you? I was always in the village with my man. He's had to get the tall. <laughs> like that. Hey, 
<laughs> I'm actually getting real tall. You'd feel proud though, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. What if like, someone said you got real tall? I am real tall. Imagine you just kept getting taller and you just became a giant. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember outgrowing me ma. <laughs> that was a big day. Went back to back with me ma. I'm taller than you. I'm taller than you. I was about tore down. Could better hide to my family now. Oh, we're about the same height. We must be related. You've a bit more wit. I don't mean. I carry it well though. I look sl- I look slender. Slim guy. Like re- I have a child's wrist. Well, I was this is a ho- tr- I was talking about height here, Joe. I'm oh, height, yeah, physical we're appearance. I'm not talking. Okay, yeah, well then we're both tall. Oh, fuck off. If we lived like if we were pieces of me, I'd be the last to be picked out of a butcher's. Be You'd be the first. I'd be like, give me, give me that one. You know when you go looking for a Christmas turkey? If you were a Christmas turkey, you'd be the first out the door. I'd be the last. Do you know what? You're you're like one of them shite spare ribs you get in the Chinese. (laughs) Fuck all meat on them. (laughs) 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 Know what that's from? Either the what? What story were you at mass recently? Are we recording? Yeah. Was I at a mass recently? Did you go to mass recently? Um, When's the last time you went to mass? Like in an actual church? Yeah. For me mate's wedding. Okay. You got married in the church. I think we talked about it. It was out in, like, he's from town. The church, the, the wedding, the ceremony itself was over the south side somewhere miles away. And then the afters was in a different, fu- different fucking county. I'm, I was about to stop myself from coursing there because, like, we've been doing a little bit of radio work. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's just drop that in there. Go uh, on, get it out there. Say, all right, say okay. a few courses if you want. Uh, fuck bollocks. We'll hold that one. We don't say the C one. Well, it's not no, a nice I, word I don't think say. it's a nice word. It's not a nice word. But I, I like, you can say, like, I, you're a gas cunt. <laughs> you said it. No, but you, it, it makes sense then, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, context you're is big, important. You're a big cunt, you. <laughs> hefty thing <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you were in the church last week why were you in the church doing confession oh yeah yeah do you want to tell me what you confessed or is that like a birthday wish if you tell no, somebody what I you can't wish tell for, anyone yeah it won't come true no. like you won't be absolved oh, I was at a uh, wedding and it was a protestant wedding yeah yeah they get married too man yeah I know that obviously <laughs> but I'm just saying because I'm a catholic am I I don't know what I am Um and they were queuing up for the holy bread. And it was actually bread. Like Brennan's bread. Brennan's bread? Like a, a sliced pan cut into circles. And I was like, what's the idea behind this like? It was cut into circles? It was cut into the shape of holy bread, but it was actual bread. Okay. And for I was like, what's I... the logic like? And uh, the chap that got married said that, oh yeah, in, in the way we do this is that like the priest will just take something from his house. So it could have been anything. Could have been a tomato cut up into circles. Box of Rice Krispies. Isn't that mad? That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's Isn't it? it? So he just takes shit from his gaff. Yeah, just takes shit from his house, like, like Cheerios and stuff. Just stuff that's about to go off. He oh, just that bread's like that, going yeah. off. Body of Christ, aiming. Boom. <laughs> I'm not really in the humour for ham father. I'd love a few fizzy discs. <laughs> Who else them lying around the gaff? Priests. Priests. <laughs> Luring kids. Um, okay, Jeez. we were... You you sent me there. You sent me there. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know me mouth about that now. <laughs> but what are talking about it then? I'm only messing. <laughs> Would you like to be a priest? No. Why? 
Cause I mean, if um, it wasn't for the sex, would you like to be a priest? The lack of sex, should I say. I think it's a lovely life. You don't have to worry about anything. You have a gaff. What do you mean you have a gaff? You just when you a become gaff. a priest, you get a gaff? Yeah. You do that when you join Sinn Féin. You get a gaff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what oh. do you mean you get a gaff? Like? You get a gaff, like they give you a little, the, the parishioner's house that's attached to do the they? church. Yeah. When, yeah. They, when you're a part of the parish. Well, when you're a priest in the parish, like you'll get... You're, you the, get, you're the parish priest. Yeah. The priest yeah. parish. You get a car. A company car? Yeah, in the company of God. With a big sign on the on the side of it saying, I'm a priest. Yeah. You only need a provisional license because God is your passenger. <laughs> He's a full license. He looking after <laughs> you. Um, you get fed. You, you you don't have to pay taxes. Like, it's, it's, you, it's when just you're a priest, freedom. When you're a priest, I get a sole trader. <laughs> Do you have to keep receipts? No, because you don't pay tax. keep. <laughs> <laughs> what would you be buying? It's just a stress-free. Few shorts and Marks and Spencers. <laughs> Put that down as an expense. <laughs> <laughs> a few collars. <laughs> Cut a few A4 yeah. sheets of paper. I don't know. I think it's a lovely life, no? Yeah, it's a quiet life. Don't have to worry about women nagging you. Your wife nagging you. Ah, you don't have to worry about that. They. they have to still be at it. Do you know? Oh well. It's, yeah, but do you don't have a wife. They've yeah. nuns. They're playing the field. They don't though. have nuns. What's an, a nun? A nun is just like a female priest. Yeah. There's like loads of nuns in a parish, is there? Don't know. Do you know? Do you ever see sister? Like? Terrible. You get a free trip to Rome. Have you ever been to Rome? Well, every priest in the world has. I think it'd be a nice little life. Why don't you explore it then? Because I like do a VTAC level five in priesthood. I think it's too late for me. No, it's never too late. I'm too far gone. No, no. So you wouldn't like to be a priest? I wouldn't be into it, no. Okay. Were you ever an altar boy? No. Okay, I you say it like, no, of course I wasn't. Like People you have been altar boys. I was never an altar boy. Why would I know that? That's such a I don't look like an altar boy. It's like the first thing he says when you meet but him. There's is, no one that looks like an altar boy, boy though, is there? Nobody you can't look like an altar boy. If anyone looks like an altar boy, you probably look like an altar boy. I can just imagine <laughs> you around that. Christmas singing in the choir. Oh, I was in the school choir. Were you? I was in the school choir, yeah. Was it was your school a Christian brother school? No, it was just a school. Okay. Again, you sound offended that I asked you that. My school was a Christian brother school. It's like you want me to open up to you to say that I I I'm a I want to be a priest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only asking if your skill was a Christian brother. No, sorry, skill. sorry, sorry. No, it like wasn't. 99% of the skills in the country the are. Your primary skill was. Where? Uh, your primary skill yeah, was. Yeah. Oh my God, that's disgusting. I knew you were going to do that. I, I knew him. he was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I put myself out there. Ah, your primary I took skill. The were you in the, the choir in the primary school? Yeah. And I was in the litter club. What's a litter club? Oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, like, dig, I love digging deep on that content uh, so the only reason I was in the, it was called a litter club so the only reason I was in it is because you got out of class to go around the yard picking up rubbish oh yeah and you'd get a black bag but you'd have one of the you know the the claws the claw things and yeah, you'd be just yeah. picking up like people's sandwiches and stuff <laughs> and just dropping them in the bag but you get with like tip, like an hour of class like. oh I do anything to get out uh, of class go out and dust you know the 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 blackboard wiper things. Yeah, yeah. I used to get out. So, do you want me to dust you? What would you call them? A wiper? A cleaner? A duster. They'd send you down to the yard and you'd be dusting it there for a whole class. Mm. You'd be delighted. Yeah, the litter club was some crack. 
Was it? I think we had a song or something as well. Oh, we had to like sing a song while we were doing that or something. Oh, the little club, the little club, something like <laughs> weird. Do you remember the song that you used to sing in junior infants when you'd get your lunch? I, I vaguely, vaguely remember. It's like, bless the hands that made the field. Bless us, oh Lord, amen. I think I do, yeah. Do you remember that? You had to sing that before? You do remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's a mad Was one. Was that not back in the day when they used to whip you? Yeah. Was it? <laughs> no, I never got whipped in school. I never got whipped in school. That was was about 80s. Probably the 80s. You were in school in the 80s? No, when they whipped you. I was way before the 80s, no? My brother would have got a, a couple of slaps. Yeah? Yeah, that brother, yeah. Well, he, that would have been the 70s then? That would have been the 90s, actually. He would have been in school. No, I, 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 would have, I wouldn't have said that was happening in the 80s, no? In the 80s, yeah. Was it? Yeah. I definitely don't. This needs to come from uh, producer Owen. Who's back? Ladies Who's and back? gentlemen. He's back. No more on the clock. It's like when Elvis made that comeback and done that Christmas song that wasn't a Christmas song and he just like changed the world again. I don't know what that means. Corporal punishment ended in 1982. In 1982. Okay. So you were right. You were right. Hmm. Well, it was still a phase out period. Still a yeah. transitionary period where people got the yeah, It was like, will I hear them or will I not? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I still have to stick. They didn't take it away from me. <laughs> In 1982. I remember my granddad had some stories about what the teachers used to do to them. Yeah? Now if they like were acting up or something that they didn't have the homework or they weren't able to get a sum right or something like that, they put their hand out and they just lettered them with a whip like. Yeah. Or a, a, a cane, would it be a, a cane? cane yeah. yeah, they'd have a stick. And he'd come home and his hands would be all red. Like imagine your child having to deal with that now. I don't know how parents just... Let that happen. Let it happen. But it's, it just goes to show you that it's just wherever is the normal... At the time, you just kind of go along with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't want to bring it back to the Nazis, <laughs> but people at the time in Germany just went along with it. Yeah, and nobody questioned it because it was just this is the normal. This is this is just what life is. Yeah, you don't question it. I mean, obviously, I guess some people did. Some people rebelled against the corporal punishment in Ireland. As a human being, how could you do that to a child? Though that's what yeah. I always can't get me head. I think you have to be a psychopath yeah was did every teacher in the school did they all implement corporal punishment I wonder mm. or did some people say I'm not fucking hitting a child will you stop he just doesn't know how to count to ten that's all yeah it's mad you don't want to talk about this yeah of course I'm just okay, listening sorry. to you yeah I just think it's mad. It was abolished in 82 but it wasn't until 96 teachers still had legal immunity so if you hit a kid, you'd just be in trouble with the Department of Education. But the guards couldn't get involved until 96. Wow. wow. 96? Mm-hmm. So that's when, like, my brother would have stories about getting... Oh, there you go, yeah, sorry. I clattered and, like, and they, they couldn't do anything about it. And, it. and the teachers were old, so they lived through the corporal punishment era and still existed around the 90s and yeah. stuff like that. I would have had teachers that... <laughs> would have loved to bat on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, the stuff, like, we used to get away with that you'd be absolutely lettered with a cane. Yeah. Like proper. Yeah. That you, they obviously wouldn't go to that, that stretch years ago when corporate punishment was in. Yeah. Because they knew they were going to get it. And then they'd probably get it when they went home as well. And I'm Calvin O'Brien and this is Terence Power. <laughs> and you're listening to Talking Bollocks. <laughs> yeah, that's not funny at all. What am I saying? What am I saying? Right. No, you're right. No, no, you're right. Honestly. What did you get up to this week? Uh, <clears throat> what did I do? Went shopping. 
What did you go shopping for? <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff. I didn't do anything. I don't, you know me. <laughs> I got me hair cut. Do you do anything yourself? Jesus. <laughs> 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 let's pretend we're on a force day. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's let's pretend we're on a force day. How you doing, Darren? Uh, it's so nice to meet you. I, How's it going? You look lovely on your Tinder profile. And oh, thanks. And in, and in person what? <laughs> and in person as well, yeah, oh, yeah, thanks. yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. I, you, is that the same gilet you are wearing in your Tinder profile? No, I've got a couple of them. Oh, okay. So do you like gilets? <laughs> I love gilets. You know what? The, they've no sleeves. Mm. So you can show off that you're wearing a jumper under them. <laughs> it could be a different colour than the gilet. Mix and match. How many layers are you wearing? I've got... <laughs> you have a jacket got and a, a jumper. I've got a vest. I've got... Long, jo- long johns. I've got, and a cor- <laughs> I have a corset on as well. <laughs> Sucking on all Ew, I only wore it for you. Oh, thanks so much. Jeez, I'm, I feel so flattered. <laughs> Do you want to know anything else about me? What's your hobbies and interests? If, uh, you were, if you were setting up a Tinder profile, what would your hobbies and interests be? And uh, bear in mind, this is the Troy Pull Girls, so okay. I don't think collecting toys will fly. I was never good at that. No, I only got the one. Well, you have uh, one. You have one. You done something right. I don't know what I did. I didn't set up a Tinder profile anyway, and uh, bash on about what I, how great I am. Um, I'd say a big fan of uh, original content, uh, creating original content. A uh, big fan of a gilet, long walks on the beach, spoof. Um, I like dogs. Animals. I have turtles. I collect figures. So please but, don't swipe <laughs> because I know you don't like this bio. I don't know which way is the correct way to swipe, but I'd be like, gone. X. Someone out there will be like, that's who I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't have me. Take them. <laughs> you can try. I mean, like, you can try your best, but I won't be responding to you, like, you know, because I'm taking you. Do you like long walks on the beach? I don't. It's such a weird thing to say, isn't it? As a, it's a very as go-to a, thing to say as in a bio on something like to, yeah. to impress someone. I like, like long walks on the beach. How like do you long know? Walks, how do you know what people bio? are writing on their bios on Tinder? I don't know. Just like catfish <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, just catfish. <laughs> Imagine you got catfish by Darren Conway. <laughs> You're like, so <laughs> expecting. So, oh, what must that not? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not visually uh, there. You'd, uh, <laughs> they'd be expecting fucking AC Slater AC <laughs> Slater is that the sexiest person you could come up with imagine being catfished and disappointed that AC Slater didn't show up I'd be more alright then sorry Zach Morris um, <laughs> they could be expecting Zach Morris to walk up and I'd just go fucking sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a bit of a laugh like out of the head Pornography. I was in a taxi and the fella had his WhatsApp open. It was like obviously some sort of lads group WhatsApp. And I was in a taxi and uh, he played one of the videos. And it was a porn, it was a sex video. Mm. But it played for about two and a half minutes and he was just looking at it. While he was driving you? While, I was, while he was driving me, yeah, in the taxi. That's some weird fetish he had going on there. That's some weird shit, isn't it? It's like just because it was sent by WhatsApp, it's not porn. I've it's always like, wanted to drive porn. someone around while I'm watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fake taxi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fucking mad, though. 
Yeah. Uh, and, but did you, you not say like what? Yeah, will you turn that off, mate? It's a bit uncomfortable. I messaged Moira. I says the fucking taxi drivers, the taxi driver, the, the taxi driver, the, the taxi drivers. <laughs> Just stay w- with them. Watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's watching porn. Do you reckon he did he like, have the headphones on? He probably thought it was connected. I could hear to, that. No, but do you reckon he probably thought he was connected to his AirPods or something? No, because you can't drive uh, AirPods or anything. Did he turn around? to go, do you like that? I think he was laughing. He was laughing like he thought it was funny. That's I know it's just like so I'm strange. very uncomfortable back here now, mate. I think I'd get out. I'd probably just say, "I'll drop us off here, mate." Would you? Do you think I so? I think I'd be very uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I'm such a people pleaser that I wouldn't. I didn't want him <laughs> to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm such a people pleaser. <laughs> I didn't want him to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Jesus, mate, I'm Asha. Look, you might as well. Don't just going home. Oh, so bizarre. And you used to go to to be the odd time years ago when you'd go to an internet cafe. Mm. And it'd be just some bloke watching porn, but not having a wank or anything. Just watching it, like for the storyline. <laughs> like that, just weird. That's weird behaviour, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It is. And then they get access to the phones. They're like, what going on? Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, what you want for Christmas? A tablet. <laughs> <laughs> for what? Uh, f- films. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, watch, I watch films in the pub The outfit in the pub is down the back On his fucking tablet now Yeah <laughs> Next to be wearing the VR goggles <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing down there? I can't believe you're in a taxi and he's done that Yeah It's very uncomfortable I, I'd have got his badge and everything mm. And I said you're going, I'm going to the cops I'm going to the police Drop me to the police station You're under arrest And do you know what the funny thing is? <laughs> this is his... He didn't do anything illegal Did he? Well, yeah, I'd say yeah because he. I'd say that's sexual a, assault. Do you think so? Yeah, making someone not making like I could have looked away, <laughs> but making someone watch that doesn't explicit. sound legal. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the laws aren't up to date on things like that. Especially, I, I don't, I don't think know. he should be fucking using WhatsApp driving. First of all, mm-hmm. let alone he broke a lot of laws there. Sex yeah. videos. What, what am I fucking talking about? <laughs> 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 he was rolling a smoke as well. He was fucking eating a dinner and everything. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of the laws broken. Laws he broke. There's me saying, sure he didn't do it. What did he do? Went wrong. <laughs> 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 Maybe it would have been normal if he was wearing headphones in the end. It's a weird one. It's a weird experience. It is a weird one, yeah. Imagine looking into that car and seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> Are them two watching porn in there? <laughs> What's going on? Where are they going? You're in the back on. <laughs> Did you see the Independent? The Independent done an article on us. Did you see that? A free gaff. Oh, a free gaff. Did they? And they called me ugly. They, they didn't me. say Did it in words ugly, but yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> they didn't call me ugly, um, but they said Jen Hatton was too good for him. Yeah, Jen Hatton was way too good looking for me. And I feel like I'm not offended by it. And it said in jest, and it said ironically. Yeah. However, that would never be said about a woman. Never be said about a woman. Sure it wouldn't. No, of course not. Double standard. Double standard. Okay, reading from the Irish Independent. You know the way it is. You wait your whole life for RTE to do something imaginative about modern Irish life and then two imaginative dramas come along in the same night. Not a drama. Free gaff is not a drama. <laughs> Darren and Joe's free gaff was broadcast on RTE2 immediately after Mustard. Mustard is this show. They, they review just prior to this in the same article. This I also approach with dread. They're talking about free gaff. I think Darren and Joe are on social media. I think. And I think... They gay crashed a sketch in No Worries, if not. We the did. second, I think, there is more forgivable than the first, I think. 
That wasn't a good start for us terrestrial TV types. Anyway, they are comedians and this is a fictional setting for them. Darren and Joe share a house in Dublin. Darren is deeply weird. Every week, if I understand it correctly, they are joined by a guest actor. On Thursday, they were joined by Jen Hatton, who is far too gorgeous to be Joe's girlfriend. Ouch. Right in the fucking... Right in the kidney. Right in the childhood. But turned in an excellent <laughs> performance just Bum. the same. Yeah, I know. Look, it's a, it's a flattering... It's a flat. But I'll tell you one thing. That's season one she's talking about. And she calls herself mm. a terrestrial TV uh, advocate. She, that's, that, that one wasn't even on TV. It was season two that was on TV. So do another one. for uh, It's out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Every Thursday. Read the rest of it. it is, it's yeah, generally a positive review. Mm. It was yeah, also was nice to that, watch. I was like, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then I was saying that... Well, they didn't call they, you ugly, so... <laughs> they called me weird. They said I'm weird, and they did get it right. Um, but yeah, Joe's not ugly. Yeah. I mean, I am ugly. You but it's not. Still, Joe, it's you're not, not ugly. You're nice. As ugly. a critic, of it, if you're a critic of a of a TV, well, if you're criticising the TV show, you don't call the bleep. You don't just say that. That I know call, she's. I know she's call. being ironic, and I know. But I still feel like it's a weird thing to say. It was a weird thing to say. Thank you. Thank Brian, you. That was strange. I'd say the next strange one I'll say. To pick up on. The, the next one I'll say uh, that you're very good looking. <laughs> and Joe, the very handsome one of the two. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey, you call me ugly? Can we talk about deal break covers? No. Oh. No. Do you want to talk about Stillwater or Anton? There was a pub in Summerhill and it's gone now. Um, the bridge is still there. That is still there. But this is not the pub I was talking about. It was the castle. Do you remember the castle? Oh, on the Summer castle Hill? in Fingless as well. That's gone. Was that? I think it was the same owner actually. So he called it. The Tilled him the castle. Yeah, I think he wanted to have three castles, a Dublin thing. But anyway. Oh, okay. I was in the castle and my cousin and me mate used to work there. So I was just sitting in the corner. The door would be behind me. This is like a little kind of. Not a snug, but a little jetty that's kind of sticking out. And I'm sitting at the bar chatting to me mates and stuff. And then this fella comes over and he goes, I'm, I'm having a point. About two points in. Um, and this fella says, move over, will you? I says, what? Random no. chap. Like. Random chap. He says, move over, will you? I was like, what? No. So he goes, you sit over there. I was like, you sit over there. I'm not sitting over there. You sit over there. And then uh, your man behind the bar goes, Joe, you should just move over there. Like, I'm not over there why the fuck would I move over there and then your man gives up and he goes back he goes around to the other side okay um, so I kind of won it was a little, little victory and then the, the barman leans over to me and goes do you know who that was I was like no who I was like that was the monk <laughs> <laughs> you told the monk to fuck off man <laughs> so oh my said, god I was like fuck off oh my god shit right I tell him I'm sorry and I'll move over <laughs> and so then uh, I moved over and then he came and he sat in the seat because so you gave him the seat I gave him the seat in the end okay uh, and then me mate went the barman went and told him your seat's there and he went around and he sat there okay. but I didn't I didn't fucking realise who it was and I should have well I wasn't really looking at him but I should have because I used to go to Corinthians Boxing Club and stuff oh, really? when I was younger and he that was his like that whole area like there's a big block of flats there on Buckingham Street, and he he made them all like with his money that he made. Um, 
from his limousine company <laughs> cab you alright Nicola Talent <laughs> um, but yeah he was it's funny I think his limousine brought us around on the Debs was he the driver no oh. I wish it was that'd be fun I'd have saying how are you seeing you in the interview we'd see him driving around in the limo all the time like yeah picking up people yeah 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 be great, well, you're not haunting them when you get them to see. Did you say, not after that, no. Sound? No, 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 no. I didn't really say anything because I had moved and then he sat, sat in. Did sat the blood drain from you? I was like, fuck. <laughs> because he walked away and then I was like, where did he walk away to? <laughs> after he had told me. I just thought it was some outlet telling me to move. It's like, fuck off. You sit down yeah, there. Because there, there's a thing with uh, regulars in, in bars and pubs mm. that they have their seat. Like That's my seat, yeah. Oh, that's that's Derek's seat there. But like the barman would tell you, like, I I never done it, but I think it's a more of an old older thing. Like the older bar staff would have said to customers, like that were sitting in seats, say, oh, do you want to sit over there? Just Jimmy being a six, and he sits there. Hmm. It's just a comfort thing. It's like his own fucking seat in his house. Do you know what I mean? It's a routine. It's a, that's the routine. Yeah. You see the the same old people in the pub in the same areas. Every like I know if I go down to the Bridge Tavern now. I know I, I could tell you who's going to be there already now and I could tell you what seat they're fucking sitting in mm. and it's been that way for 20 years and it'll be that way same for 20 time, years to come same time going in and leaving and yeah routine they go in before even they'll go in when it opens <laughs> they'll go in when it opens and they'll go home at like 3 o'clock for their dinner and they'll come back at 5 o'clock and stay until closing. Yeah. Which is crazy because now the closing time will be half twelve. When I worked in the pub, like, like half eleven, you'd be fucking dying for that to come around. Would you, yeah. So even that extra hour is a lot. It would feel like a lot if you're in there all day. Yeah. Did you ever walk in a nightclub? No. Been to one though. I didn't walk in a nightclub, but I used to work for an agency that would hire me out as bar staff. Actually, one, one story from that agency was uh, I got hired to go to the Dart the, the Irish Grand the Irish Grand Prix was on in the K Club and I was working at the bar for it and the bar was outside from the main area but Phil Taylor was on a nine darter and I says this is I have to see this I love me darts I have to fucking see Phil Taylor get a nine darter and I went out and he got a nine darter and I was like no way that's amazing oh my god and then uh, like I was waiting for him to see his next few trials, see if he got two nine darters back to back. And then the manager came up and he says, did you enjoy that? Because I was only hired for the day. Yeah, yeah. He's like, did you enjoy that? I was like, yeah, fucking Phil Taylor getting a nine dart, that's amazing. He's like, you can enjoy the rest of it, you don't need to walk now for the rest of the night. And like, that was it, I never walked with that agency again. Really? Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sport legend, man. If you, I mean, <laughs> if you are walking in... Sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sport. We've had this discussion yeah. before, haven't we? Darts is a sport. Darts, uh, is, a sport. Uh, darts is a game. It's darts is a sport. Like snooker. Darts is a game. Snooker's not a sport. That's a game. Everything's a game. Football's a game. That's a sport. It's, it's, it is a sport. I'm agreeing with you. But it's also a game. I think a game can be sport. Darts sport is a social maybe? experience. Darts the definition is a of sport skill. an activity involving physical exertion. Yeah, they do be sweating. In fairness, Phil Taylor does be sweating. Does that's, not, that's not to do with the darts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you know, throwing a dart is a physical exertion. 
it's you're physically drowning. You're not mentally drowning. The same <laughs> amount of effort that goes into darts goes into scratching a scratch card. Maybe there's a point. Maybe there's a scratch card world championship. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking probably is, in fairness. <laughs> Who can scratch them the fastest? I've seen it. There's arm wrestling. That's a proper that's competitive, sport. yeah, yeah. And I also seen a sport where there's two people in a phone box digging the head off each other. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that's not a sport. Do you man. ever see them sort of things? <laughs> that's just being in town. Well, ever, no, but like there's a referee and everything. Do you ever see them? Is, he in, the, <laughs> is he in the phone box <laughs> as well? The referee. <laughs> Outside, blowing a whistle. <laughs> Stop fighting. They're in the, but they, they're so tight and they're trying to dig their head off each other. Hang on. There'd be no space to fall down. Phone box boxing. Type it in. <laughs> phone boxing. <laughs> phone box. Oh my God, it's real. What do you think of phone yeah. boxing? Here it is. Oh my God, that's brutal. <laughs> that's not real. Uh, there's no phone in that phone box. Oh my God. Is uh, that they're, the, ta- they're taking the piss now. There's, there's loads of room in there if there's no phone. That's brutality. That's just horrific. Oh, there's the ref. And there's no glass on the ref. Is the ref outside? Yeah, but he can reach in. There's no glass in the panels. He's just outside. And then when, when, he sees, when he sees a low blow, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, does, how, how could you even get down for a low blow on that? Oh, my You'd God. You'd end up digging the head off yourself in there. <laughs> you would, yeah. On the pullback. Boom. Oh. I, I was in the, the gym the other day and we do like a kind of a boxer size class. And I was boxing the fucking thing, right? And then the what? The the bug punching bike thing, like whatever the fuck it is. It's not even I don't know what it is. What's it? Like a punching bike, like. Okay. And I was punching that and she's like, one two jab, right? And I went, one two jab and I punched myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda skinned my face with it. And I was like looking around to see if anyone noticed and he didn't. I was like, Oh, thank God for that. Oh. <laughs> but I'm oh. training I'm training for the, the phone box boxing. <laughs> imagine, imagine you knocked yourself out. In the middle of the class. And Imagine the you were in a boxer size class and Darren Conway knocked himself out. <laughs> <laughs> Darren's had to knock himself out cold, like, oh. like not just knocking, the, not just wobbling your knees, out cold. <laughs> Unlucky me. Oh, imagine. Do you like the boxing? I like. I watch it. Yeah, I like watching it. If yeah, could tell you an awful lot about it. But if there's there's so fight, many like a good fight on, I'd watch it. Do you know what would be a great idea now? Not the way there's all these like YouTube boxing, like charity events. Yeah. Well, not charity events. I think it's just money for themselves, isn't it? But if they'd done the phone boot once. Would you get in there? I'd fight KSI in a phone boot. <laughs> Is YouTubers boxing each other not enough of a gimmick already? I'd say put a phone, phone box in the mix. Yeah. Okay. Make an easier out of them. <laughs> you could do that with Irish comedy content creators. Yeah. You get in there with Peter again. He bat on me. <laughs> Little fella, he kill you. That'd be some scrap. Who would you fight in a phone box? I already I'm know. I'm nice and I'm nice and skinny. I'd like get around that. You'll be phone fucking manoeuvring or like a little snake in there. Yeah. Oh, you, you wouldn't want to fight me in a phone box. The length of these arms, they'd be coming at you from all angles. Don't be getting ahead of yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> I fancy myself a bit of a phone box, I to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would you like to get in there with? Oh, who would I be? Would you do for charity? Who'd be? I do. Just to knock someone out. Would you do for charity though? I mean, if if somebody wanted to give money to a charity <laughs> on my behalf, sure, go for it. Anyone, I, I'd have a scrap off. Um, I would have. A, I'd get in there with Tony Cantwell. That'd be a good match, wouldn't it? I'd say it'd be a fair go. I'd be a dirty fighter. I'd pull his hair. I would then. I, the, the ref would be blowing the whistle. I would he? He'd be, like, be doing it on the slide. 
I'll be getting in close and then I'm just like, boom, pull his hair. It's hard to keep track of it to be so much happening in such a small space. It's very busy. <laughs> oh, that was silly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was silly. Oh, sorry about that. Owner's back and so is the AI. Do you want an AI story? I'd love an AI story. In Denmark, there has been the founding of a new political party called the Synthetic Party. And the idea is that it is run by artificial intelligence. So all of its policies will be created by this... Computer? Robot. By this program called... An AI chatbot called Leader Lars. The idea is, they hope, people will elect humans to the parliament and those humans will follow the directions of Leader Lars, which is an AI chatbot. And they have input the policies of all the fringe political parties from Denmark since the 1970s, I think. It's what? It's implemented all the policies of the fringe? So, as far as I understand it, they have put into this programme all of these policies from parties that would have gone for election but never been elected, which they say represents about 20% of the Danish population. Okay. And this AI programme will develop its views on politics through analysis of all these different policies. I love it. They're fucked. I love it. <laughs> We're all fucked. I love it. Like, I thought you might love it, yeah. I think I do love it. You were the first person I thought of when I read this story. It reminds me of... He wrote it. It's, there, was a, there was a study done. So if you're up in court, the best time to be up in court is before lunchtime. Oh no, the best time to be up in court is after lunchtime because then the judge, full. then the judge and every and the jury and stuff or however They're the judge mostly. More than that. Yeah, so you'll get more of a, a lenient sentence. The thing about humans is that more likely to get things wrong than a machine is. Obviously, you're going to miss a lot of nuances in there that only a human can pick up on. But I think there's a beauty of it just being facts. Just yeah, zeros and ones. This is the best decision. And you don't think about it emotionally and bring your own family and your own background into it. So like what, what is the issue? And then I'll give you an honest answer. An honest sentence. And base it off like the benefit of the majority of people and what most people want. And I think, I think it's perfect. I think that's, that's a perfect utility for an AI is to run a government. Especially to test it out in a small country like Denmark or Ireland I feel like it would be a good system for Ireland I think honestly I think AI would do a better job than the current current government in Ireland what if the AI did a mathematical equation and said say you know the survival rate of people in our hospitals is 90% but if we were to stop giving treatment to the worst 2% we could save an extra 5% by putting our resources to them something a human would never do because it would mean, obviously, just abandoning people. Mm. Maybe just leave the AI to the budget. Yeah. So, but I what if it did that? So what if it said? What well, it the, said, valu- the most valuable thing for anybody or any machine that's running a government should be life, and then like uh, it walks, it walks its way down from there. Like so, I think every if you're in a hospital, say, and you're saying all the resources go to ninety percent of the the patients, and then there's like. What were you saying? You could take away from 5%? I'm, I'm not basing this on any statistic I've seen, but I'm just saying, what if there was a situation where it might statistically and in very cold hard math sense makes, make, be more logical to sacrifice a certain number of people to save other people? 
the computer program would have no empathy for the idea that it would be letting a certain number of people die and it would just say, well, this way we will have a better chance of saving these people over here. Mm. And therefore, because I am an emotionless, empathy-free calculator. What what stage is Denmark at with this government? Doesn't look like it's going to get elected. Oh, really? No. You never know. I don't think it's even... um, They didn't think Trump was going to get in. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. So there'd be no finger on the button. There's a good one. Mm. Yeah. What if it made the calculation that less people would, would die if it launched yeah. a nuke? And that was just their decision and they're just gone with it because yeah. they think it's right. Like if there was two computers running the Cuban Missile Crisis, one of them probably would have launched the nuke because statistically it wasn't looking likely to turn out well for both sides. Mm. And it was only human, what do I call it, empathy or emotion, yeah. Mm. And the I, sense of what would be lost that held them back from doing it. I think using cold hard logic and an AI mind to begin with, there should be no nuclear weapons. So if AI controlled all the world's governments, I think nuclear weapons would be gone. Like I said, the main priority of AI and uh, of of governance is life. So you shouldn't don't be nuking. But what do you do with nuclear weapons like that? That can only end bad. Like what's the purpose of this nuclear weapon to kill civilians mm. for what? territorial gain to own a piece of land like who's what the fuck is that all about I don't know what the purpose of nuclear weapons are well the purpose of nuclear weapons is to stop someone else using a nuclear weapon on you so the, what's the point of the other nuclear I feel like nobody the should be first allowed nuclear just weapon in case someone else uses a nuclear weapon yeah. they're like oh, I have one as well <laughs> yeah. I'll use that I have a stick my dad kill you with I dare, that I dare you to use it so they, they call it mutually assured destruction so you know that you'll if they be, do it you'll do it and they know the inverse. I would like to think, and maybe this is me being a purist, that if somebody nuked me... <laughs> you turn you the cheek? Just you. <laughs> yeah. I think there'd be no value in nuking a bunch of other civilians that probably disagreed with the government. If somebody nuked you, you wouldn't be able to nuke them. I know, but not even have the option to retaliate. Like I don't think retaliation is... I'm more of a... Martin Luther King rather than a <laughs> okay but say the other guy isn't Malcolm Martin X. Luther yeah say the other guy is Malcolm X and, yeah. and he's pointing a nuke at you you'd probably say oh, I should probably get a nuke just in case Where's just to stop back? him using that if he loses the head a bit you know? <laughs> if somebody starts a fight with me I let them have a few digs before I retaliate <laughs> <laughs> there's like, only gonna oh, be st- alright stop now stop there's only gonna be one nuke though <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I'd, I'd love to just get rid of all the nukes. It kind of gives me panic attacks when I think about it. That that there, like, at any moment. Vladimir Putin has nuclear weapons. Just pointing. And he's ready to, like, he's ready to release them. And I just think that's a, a terrifying prospect. And it's like the rest of the world is just waiting for him to use it before we do the retaliating. Is there not a permission process? Like, I don't, does he have access to just one button? Yeah, or he's is like it, a is it like dictator man? He's a okay. totalitarian dictator in Russia, right? And just has millions of people around him that agree with him. Saying yeah, yeah, so no, you're, but, you're, you're right. You're right. Go for it. Go on. Sh- sh- fucking nuke them. Sure, you're right. Go ahead. What do I know? What do I know, Vladimir? You are like to them. He's to many. Oh, you shouldn't say to them because that's a generalization. But to many Russians, he's revered, and that's mad, isn't it? Isn't it? There are submarines that circle the globe constantly with nukes on them. There are four British nuclear submarines. Usually one of them is out patrolling 
the globe's waters. With people on it? Yep. Ship One of the water. first things a new British Prime Minister does is write four what are called letters of last resort. So there have been a fair few of these written in the last few weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> one goes to each submarine to put it in a safe inside a safe in whatever the command room, the bridge. A letter. The letter is, yeah. So it's written by the Prime Minister and it explains what you're to do in the event that Britain has been hit by a nuclear missile. So the submarine's commander will, in the event they suspect something has happened, the first one, you'd imagine they'd probably get a message from the UK saying something's gone wrong here or whatever. They'll check all the regular radio signals and so on. But it is believed that one of the steps, if they can't get those ones, they will try and tune into Radio 4's Today programme. And if for three days in a row that's not in the air, they're to take that as a sign. In that event, they are to open up the safe and read the letter of last resort. And nobody knows what's on them. Because if people were to know what the plan is, then it would weaken it as a deterrent. So they don't know if it says hit Moscow. They don't know if it says go to yeah. go to what New York and, like, and like join up with the US. They don't know what it says. If that hit with a nuke, are you just like... Knee-jerk, I released the fucking nukes, let it go wherever it lands. <laughs> yeah, each Prime Minister apparently gets, on one of their first things to do is they get the advice from their generals. And One of the signals <laughs> is if the BBC is tuned in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you like that. Did you enjoy that? Oh man, I, I always enjoy it. Chatting, shooting the breeze with you. Yeah, I love it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get that at home now with that ah, chat. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Stall it as a go loud original podcast, isn't it? It, it is. And yeah. it's proudly sponsored by Smithix. It is. And we're going now for a Smithix. We, we go for a Smithix? Yeah. What are you going to visit? On I'll, the visit way. Dr- I'll visit drinkware.ie. On the way now. On the way, yeah. I'll do it now. I'll go on it right. now. Go on. See you, folks. <laughs> <laughs>